morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? Sleepy. You know, I knew this was going to happen. You take a week off, relaxation galore, and come back to work tired. I didn't relax. I, you should see my step meter from my vacation. I don't know. I woke up tired today. I don't know why I stayed up watching the uh, Yankees-Red Sox ball game. Oh, my ball gosh. Game. What about, how about those Red Sox? It's crazy. Brandon and I were talking, you know, this one-game playoffs. It's just so stressful. Yeah. But fun to watch nonetheless. Well, luckily for Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox, it was in Boston. So. I saw a guy at the airport with his family. looked like just like you or I would be with our family. It was from Boston. And I've never seen so many leg tattoos commemorating <laughs> Boston's wins. When did they first win the series, Brandon? Was it like 04? It was like 04. This, this yeah. guy had... I mean, just championship trophies with dates all over his calves and legs. It was just a regular-looking guy, but uh, clearly he was a Red Sox fan. That's Boston. It actually mm -hmm. should be a different country. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. There's a lot of uh, areas that maybe should be different countries here. 62 degrees right now in Jackson, foggy, and it's going to be another cloudy day. Two cloudy days in a row, and I don't think we've had that all year long. Uh, we are 24 days away from Halloween. Oh. 49 days away from Thanksgiving, and 79 days away from Christmas. Start shopping. Wow. Uh, oh, that's some depressing news. <laughs> Sorry Good about Lord. that. I don't have my Halloween costume. I don't know where I'm going for Thanksgiving, and I haven't decided what I want for Christmas yet. Well, later in the show, I have some ideas for a Halloween costume for you. Thank you. And uh, it'll be perfect. Actually, probably for Stephanie. She'll, she'll want this. Really? Yeah, I'm sure of it. Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, Bob Riney, Chief Operating Officer at Henry Ford Health System, announced that the system has 99% compliance among its workforce on the vaccination mandate, but that means 1% uh, not. So about 400 employees system-wide are uh, no longer part of Henry Ford Health System. Uh, a number of other employees got uh, either a medical or a religious exemption. Uh, somewhere around um, 2,000 getting that exemption. And they listed, uh, there are about 10 different religions where you could get the exemption. And then there are uh, the medical exemptions, people that are still suffering from um, long haul COVID, mm -hmm. those are among those. Um, people with allergies to components in the vaccines. So, but Bob Riney said, uh, even though they lost 400, they've been able to replace the 400. They've hired new people. They, yeah. So they've got back to 100% workforce right now. Well, and there's a, still a lot of jobs available at uh, Henry Ford, a lot of nursing jobs available in general. And, you know, some of these jobs, and, you know, feel free to look online, you're, you're available too. Uh, $10,000 signing bonus for nurses in certain units, temporary nursing jobs, 90 an hour. Um, here, yeah. in town. Um, so, you know, we need to get some people to move into town is what we need to do. And do you want to talk about making some money and making a living wage? Move your family here. Let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. Call your, uh, call your sister-in-law who's a nurse at the Tuscaloosa Med Plus <laughs> and uh, get them up here to Henry Ford. <laughs> Plenty of jobs yeah. available. Everywhere. Also, the folks that left Maybe during the pandemic, maybe they just, you know, the fatigue and things mm -hmm. like that, maybe come back and now, you know, maybe you're making some more, making more money. Um, but uh, we need the uh, skilled nurses here in lot, Jackson. A lot of, actually, a lot of jobs right now. Uh, Michigan Works Southeast has about 1,400 openings right now. And that's just a fraction of the jobs that are available. Yeah. There's a, a yard sign in front of every business. There is. Right now. Yeah, there's a yard sign in front of every business with uh, the starting wage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, we're we're um, probably the top half of minimum wage in the country. There are still 13 states with minimum wage at 7.25 an hour. Mm -hmm. um, we're, tr we're all trying to figure out what the shortage of jobs and shortage of the workforce is. And I can't figure it out. I don't know, but if there's an employer that's paying seven twenty-five an hour, um, they deserve to not have those jobs filled. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. Yeah, a lot of the, but it's yeah, it's just uh, it's nuts out there. So I don't know a lot of people that really aren't working. I know a lot of people looking for different jobs, but um, 
Yeah, if you're looking for a job, check out the JTV job board. But you have to, yeah, there's one thing you have to do. You gotta want, you gotta want to go into work. Right. You know, you gotta want to go in. You gotta want to. That's right. Yeah, there are a lot of people that just are taking time off. I would like some time off too. I just had time off though. Uh, you know who can afford to take time off? The uh, wealthiest Michiganders, Forbes magazine yesterday published its list of the 400 richest Americans. And guess how many Michiganders are in the top 400 in the USA? Seven. Six. Okay. Six. Who, who is the richest Michigander? Um, it is uh, DeVos. Stryker. Nope. DeVos. Nope. Meyer. Nope. Uh, Joe Brandeberry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dan Gilbert. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Gosh, that was so bad. Dan Gilbert, uh, founder of Rocket Mortgage, he has about $31 billion net worth. Uh, number. Uh, has anyone seen him in the last 18 months? No, he's been sick. Yeah. Uh, then uh, there's a tie next. The Striker Kids? No. Close. The Meyer kids? Yep. <laughs> Hank and Doug Meyer uh, are, uh, have a combined net worth of $16.9 billion. Who are the people? The Meyers. What are their names? Meyer. You First name. Hank, Hank and Doug. They were, what if we were Hank, Hank and, and Doug, Doug, Brandon? <laughs> I'd love to be Hank and Doug right now. It's great. Maybe they could afford to have another person in the pharmacy. Or maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe they could, yeah. <laughs> That's Maybe right. another person at the Starbucks on East Michigan Avenue. <laughs> Maybe they could afford to take the stale bread off the shelves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number three. Strikers. Matt Ishbia. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, CEO of. That's uh, a that's former Sparty there. Mor two mortgage people in the top four, United Wholesale Mortgage. Uh, then, you've said it several times. <laughs> Striker. Striker. <laughs> Rhonda Striker. She's got uh, 7.6, or uh, let's see, 7.2 billion. Then um, the last, number six on the list uh, is? I'd hate to be last on this <laughs> list. Well, last in Michigan, number oh. six out of the top, Marion Illich. Oh, yeah. 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 So she That's has right. a net worth of, uh, 4.4 billion owns the uh, the Red Wings, uh, motor uh, the, the casinos. <laughs> yeah, just owns everything. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, between Dan Gilbert and Marion Illich, there's yeah, Detroit. Yeah, in D Detroit, it's amazing yeah. the assets that uh, Dan Gilbert holds. It's unbelievable. Well, he's done a lot for. Yeah, of course, you know, he the Myers have done a lot for Grand Rapids. The Strikers have done a lot for of Kalamazoo. Course. The, you know, so on. It takes families like this to you know significantly raise the level of the community. Yeah. And I would say, from what I understand, um, especially Gilbert Illich and uh, I know the Myers and Strikers have mm -hmm. donated significantly to the yeah. programs in the state of Michigan. Well, we have our own. I mean, we have several you know, people here we in do. Jackson. You know, Same thing. The, the uh, Glicks, for yep. example. Uh, Al Glick has given um, literally tens of millions of dollars mm -hmm. to our community. Yeah, to better our community. Yeah. So uh, Jeff Bezos is number one. Really? Yeah, four hundred and one billion dollars. I'm sorry, two hundred and one billion. <laughs> Just missed it by the uh, Mark Zuckerberg up there. He's in trouble. He is in trouble. But he's in trouble with a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I I really think that we don't have. Um, I really don't think we have the infrastructure and the workforce behind all of these um, oversight committees and policies. I really don't <laughs> think in any, I really don't think enough of it exists. I think it's all just BS. I don't really think there's people back there working on anything. And uh, we'll see. I just don't believe it's there. No. Well, when it comes to social media, there are about 20 bills in Congress that are just languishing uh, having to do with oversight. But this is just a dust up, it'll go away. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark Zuckerberg will live happily ever after. What is it, someone like the average person sees 10 to 17% of hate speech per day that they, they log on or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. yeah. Again, and there's over 3 billion Facebook users. Um, 
it's impossible to keep track of all of that. You should see the, some, some of the things Brandon's posted. I know, it's, it's tragic. So. You know, on Facebook and, you know, other uh, online companies like Google, they, they're really, <clears throat> they are hurting a lot of local economies because they are um, in part responsible for the, the death of local newspapers because mm -hmm. of the amount of advertising dollars they're sucking out of local yep. communities. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't think they're, uh, overall, they're not a good thing for, the, for our uh, um, society. No, sir. Hey, uh, uh, Michigan uh, signed an agreement, an electrical vehicle agreement, with Indiana, Illinois, mm -hmm. Minnesota, and Wisconsin to uh, build a uh, kind of infrastructure charging area. Do you think we're jumping too far ahead on the uh, electric vehicles, or do you think it's really going <coughs> to happen as, as quick as possible? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to be the first one to go out and purchase. No. We'll, be la we'll be here right here will be one of the last people to adopt it. Uh, but it's interesting, you know, when you consider the future and traveling across the country or going to a wedding in Wisconsin and thinking about charging your vehicles. And to me, it seems like a stressful uh, thing that's added to a trip and I'm not mm -hmm. really looking forward to that immediately. So finding yeah. a place to plug in. I mean, and, and if you And if everyone's gonna be in an electric vehicle, I mean, you're going to need a lot of these right. plugs. And they're going to blow up, and they're going to... And if you run out of electricity on uh, a abandoned country road, you just can't walk to the local electric uh, station with an electric can uh, <laughs> like you can with gas. That's right. <laughs> That's what I think about. Yeah. Uh, so Governor Whitmer today announced that more than 10 million primary doses of the safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine have been administered since the start of the uh, vaccination rollout. Uh, they've even administered 207,000 third doses. Yeah, and uh, one of our <clears throat> friends has gotten one of those already, yeah. believe it or not. Mm -hmm. and he, I know several people that, that have gotten the third Do you know dose. anyone in their 30s who's gotten it? Uh, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. And you can, if you want a third dose. Yeah, if, you if you have want, the Pfizer and you want the third dose, just go get it. Because you're but on the list. Pfizer only. Pfizer only. Yeah, yeah, you can't. If you got the Moderna, you can't go get the Pfizer. It's not recommended, but it's not completely um, disallowed. <laughs> Just see what happens in the How many? Uh, so uh, this is another statistic uh, the governor's office released this morning. From January through July this year, unvaccinated Michiganders accounted for 98% of COVID cases. 95% of hospitalizations and 96% of deaths. So um, three uh, compelling statistics that uh, I would think would uh, encourage people to get vaccinated. You, you, you would think. You would think. You would think, so <clears throat> crazy stuff. Hey, we have a busy day in sports. Can we get to it? Let's do it. Time for the Extreme Dodge scoreboard. Thanks to our friends at Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram for helping us bring you the scoreboard every day. Volleyball, Grass Lake 3, Addison 1. Warriors came, overcame a 25-8 loss in Game 1 to rally for a 3-1 win. Columbia Central took care of Hillsdale, 3-0. Napoleon 3, Manchester 2. Napoleon is now 5-0 in the Cascades Conference. Concord 3, Union City. Do you like Union City? No. Me neither. I like the... Probably the people that work there and the kids, well, but I don't like, I don't like We that. had an We incident. had an issue at Union yeah. City. So Concord <laughs> took care of Union City. Hanover Horton, three, East Jackson, zero, and then Michigan Center, three, Vandercook Lake, zero. Over in Boys Cross Country, Napoleon 19, Michigan Center 36, Calpcat of Napoleon won the race. 1848, that's a heck of a 5K time. Concord Jamboree, they won the Big Eight on Tuesday. The Yellow Jackets finished with 37 points. Springport was seventh. The I-8 over at Hastings, Lumen finished fourth. Western was sixth, and Northwest placed seventh. Matt Hoop finished ninth for the Titans. Zach Kubish, 25th for Western. And Hudson Cooper led Northwest. He was 33rd. And girls cross country. Oh. Oh, look at that. That was a puddle out there. It was wet. Mm -hmm. Damaging. A lot of soccer practices and games were canceled and due to the conditions of the pitch, but not cross country. Napoleon 15, Michigan Center 50. 
Concord in their jamboree, they finished third. Springport, sixth. Lumen Christie, they edged Marshall, 29-32 at Hastings. Elena Lewis finished fifth for Western. First place was Faith Smith. And uh, Lainey Reynolds of Northwest, 28th for the Mounties. What's next, Noah? Some volleyball? What's that tiebreaker? How do oh, they, equestrian. Uh, how do they uh, do the tiebreaker in cross country? They all run out and have to run again? I don't know how that works. Hmm. I am really not sure. Hmm. Um, there's equestrian news. The Northwest equestrian team, they earned a Region E championship, and they'll go to the state finals in Midland October 14th through 17th. And uh, shout out to Skylar Tucker, Caitlin Sommer, Rachel Keeler, Taryn Berkey-Pyle, and Ava Connor, coaches Dave Cox and Angela uh, Klobuchar, and Esther Hitchhop. And I probably said one of those names wrong. Klobuchar. But congratulations to the equestrian team at Northwest. Way to go. That's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard, brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. Check out their ridiculously new oil change building. In and out, very fast, Extreme Dodge. You're going there today. I'm going there next week. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we've been waiting since uh, third week of September for an update from Henry Ford Legion South on the number of uh, hospitalized COVID patients. And this morning, uh, they're telling us there are now 28 persons uh, being treated for COVID at Henry Ford Legion South. 28 of your neighbors, friends, uh, fellow Jackson Countyites are in the hospital with COVID, 28. Uh, county reporting 46 new cases yesterday. Our job of the day being brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. And as we've been telling you, there are jobs and corrections is hiring in Jackson. Get dedicated, reach success. Immediate openings, you walk in, they give you the uniform and put you to work. A signing bonus, corrections officers starting at $18.56 an hour, registered nurses. Signing bonus, $5,000. Openings in food service, uh, office support, uh, healthcare, teachers, everywhere. They're hiring. So uh, learn all about the opportunities at MDOC. Visit uh, job board on JTV or governmentjobs.com slash career slash Michigan slash MDOC. Our job of the day from Michigan Works Southeast. And uh, they have some expungement uh, seminars yes. coming up. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So if you've got a... Uh, a certain um, conviction on your record, um, they are having seminars available for people if they want to get that removed from their record. So available. Even, even if they happened in Lenaway County? Yeah, yeah, even if they happened in Lenaway County. That's hopefully. <laughs> See. All right, who's on the show today? We have Deborah Kavitsky mm -hmm. from the Health Department coming up next. When you open a Michigan-made checking account with True Community Credit Union, you can earn up to 2.25% APY each month based on the activities and relationships you have connected to your account. Open your Michigan-made checking account. Visit TrueCCU.com. Over time, we've seen more and more people frustrated with their dental benefits. They thought that because they had dental insurance, they'd be well taken care of. Well, that's exactly what the insurance companies want you to believe. They figure out a way to collect your premiums while continuing to limit your choice of doctor and your choice of treatment. There's not one company better than the others. They've created an environment where dentists diagnose treatment or recommend care based upon your insurance dollars available. That's not the way people should be treated, and we think there's a better way. We put the interest of you and your family first. We take the time with you to figure out how to get the care you need, whether it's with your insurance or not. We are Dentistry by Design, and our mission is to make excellent dental care a joy. Please call, visit the website, or drop by the office. We'd love to answer any questions you may have. And be sure to ask about our exclusive membership program to help you save on the cost of your dental care. You need a plumber? From leak repairs to new construction. Grimes Plumbing Company, licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service. No hot water? Drains clogged? Call Grimes Plumbing today probably serving Jackson County. Your new ride is waiting for you at Avenue Auto. We've been giving Jackson great deals on pre-owned vehicles for 27 years. With 80 or more vehicles on the lot, 
each with a free warranty. We're your family-owned and operated choice in Jackson. It's the annual HBA of Jackson Home and Garden Show, October 8th through the 10th at the American One Event Center in Jackson. Whether you're planning to build a new home or remodel your existing home, our local pros will be on site all under one roof to help. From the front door to the backyard, you'll find it all at the Jackson Home and Garden Show, presented by the HBA of Jackson and Consumers Energy. Visit jacksonhomeshow.com for more information. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we take every measure to assure you that your project will be beyond your satisfaction. Our experience, ability to do a wide variety of jobs, and our dedication to perfection is what puts us above the competition. We are confident we can help you with any and all of your electrical needs and repairs. Welcome back to the morning show. We had a question during the uh, sports scoreboard. Yeah, we did. Yes, the tiebreaker in cross country is the six person finisher so whoever is better in finisher number six position that's the decider of the tiebreaker so our uh, first guest on today's show is the jackson county health officer and the uh, assistant administrator of jackson county deborah kovitsky good morning good morning good to see you good to be here thank you i've had a chance to see deborah several times in the last few days yeah. as you've been uh, readying the second floor of the county tower building for your first event yes we had our uh, first event this past weekend um, a beautiful wedding the room looked amazing so i commend them for the decorations and the setup it was just beautiful um, successful but there was a few hiccups so we're working on those little minor hiccups mm -hmm. in the background well it was uh, beautifully decorated uh, we had a uh, wonderful caterer, Dave and Gerding, mm -hmm. and a lovely couple. And the Wait, room, it's like, it's... It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I saw some, uh, Brandon was at the wedding and saw some pictures that he was in. It just looked great. It was gorgeous. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful. So just the potential that's there for that gorgeous space, yeah. you know. Are you already uh, getting calls and trying people trying to hold this down and reserve it? Well, we had three events scheduled. This was the first one. There's another one coming up, and then there's um, one in November. Um, I don't know the exact dates, but um, so there's a couple of events scheduled, but you guys did a wonderful video, and, um, um, and we've gotten a great response from that. The parks handles all that, yeah. handles all reserving the American One Event Center, any of the park spaces, and then of course this space. So um, the parks and you guys I've heard have gotten a, a quite a few phone calls. Yeah. So we appreciate you <laughs> forwarding those to us. Um, but they do, you go to the parks if you're interested in reserving the space, mm -hmm. but it is available um, for any kind of special event that you would like to have. How about the indoor event space the county has come up with in the last couple of years? I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. Yes, the American One Event Center is just beautiful. Um, they're busy over there as well. They've got quite a few events coming up over the weekends and during the week, meeting space and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So um, there's holiday events coming up also, mm -hmm. craft fairs and stuff like that. So. Um, and then, of course, now the new addition is the second floor. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. a lot of great spaces. Actually, it brings a lot of people to Jackson mm -hmm. and events that previously haven't been able to be held. Uh, you know, things like uh, small organizations, conventions. Uh, the, those people are uh, spending money in restaurants and hotels and uh, throughout the community. So it is, it's part, really, actually, that is one of the... Uh, the goals of, of county government is to uh, improve uh, and have an impact in economic development. Absolutely. We also, um, the American One Event Center is bigger than the, the original one. Mm -hmm. So um, we had to turn down some events because we didn't have the space. So now we're able to host some of those events. I know Denise at the fair talked about always the bridal show mm -hmm. is a big, huge event. And we always had to turn some of those types of events down that do draw a lot of crowds. Um, but now that we've got the new spaces, um, we can host them. And, and you're right, it promotes the economic development. It benefits everybody by drawing those people in here. Well, we've got, uh, while we're on the subject of the uh, event center, uh, the Keeley Park, you've got some uh, holiday events uh, coming up. Yes, there's, um, they're having a trunk or treat and the animal shelter's having a trunk or treat. Those are coming up in the next couple weeks. There's a craft show coming up um, in, for the holidays in December. Um, so there's all kinds of events happening, um, both at the animal shelter, through the parks and the fair. And um, so, yeah, so keep an eye out on Facebook. Check the, 
the, the websites and, and all those events are listed. But yeah, a lot of good things coming up. The holidays are coming, so a lot of fun activities. We like trunk or treats, mm -hmm. don't we? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, I do. do. <laughs> uh, and New Year's Eve. Uh, you let it slip uh, last week. I don't know if it's uh, public yet, but uh, there might be an opportunity to go to New Year's Eve party on the second floor. Yes, yes. It's a little secret that's out. So <laughs> we're planning um, a fundraiser um, for New Year's Eve. Um, it's still in the works, so there's no definitive um, tickets being sold yet or times or anything like that. But we're working on an event on the second floor of the tower building. Um, that we're going to host, and um, people would have an opportunity also go to the second floor to watch the fireworks. 18th floor. 17th. 17th. Yeah. 17th. 17th. 18 is IT stuff. Yeah. And the birds. <laughs> 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 um, and so, yeah, so um, we're hosting an event. We, we believe at this point, like I said, it's still in the initial phases of planning, but it's going to benefit the animal shelter. So tickets nice. that are sold will benefit the animal shelter. Again, we're hoping by drawing people downtown that that would benefit the restaurants and other small businesses downtown. Oh, yeah. um, so again, initial plans aren't solidified yet, but I think they're going to have a band. Um, that's the talk right now. So, um, so we're hoping that works out well, our first opportunity for that. Nice. How, uh, how about hiring? Are you guys hiring? We've been talking about the job market everywhere, all over. Do you, are you guys seeing the same thing? We are hiring. We have opportunities available um, for positions all the way from, you know, high school education being required um, all the way up to, you know, JDs, attorneys, and, and that type of thing. So there's a wide range mm -hmm. of people that we do hire. Um, what we're finding is um, a couple of different things. We get a lot of applicants. We're getting applicants. Um, but what we're finding, some applicants are using it as a negotiating tool for their current employment. So uh -huh. they'll get a job offer, and then they'll say, Oh, let me go talk to my employer. Oh my gosh. They try Is there get too much money. money out there right now? And so, I don't know. It's, um, so it's a really funny job market. Hmm. We were just um, strategizing on, yeah. obviously you want good candidates and we appreciate everybody applying for the positions that are available, um, but it's a really funny market right now. Yeah. So you go through the whole hiring process and you have a great candidate and, and um, it ends up not working out. That's so. too bad. Yeah. That is too bad. People shouldn't be I've applying heard about, for jobs. You've heard about the people that are doing like three online jobs at once. They are, yeah. Those, those really? I haven't category. heard that yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, and you can kind of get away with it for Who about knows? six months. Yeah. <laughs> Until the work doesn't get done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about, are you getting <clears throat> any applicants from outside of the county for any of these jobs? Um, we do. We do get um, quite a bit of applicants. Um, we actually have a position posted. Um, that I'm going through resumes right now for a position that's available in our office, an executive assistant position. And we got 90 applications for it, and they're wow. from all over, um, you know, wide variety of experience. Mm. And um, so, yeah, so we are getting the applications. It's just, you know, some of the, the nuances that go along with the job market right yeah. now. So it's hard, hard to pinpoint what's what out there. Yeah. How about uh, like clinical jobs, nurses, and because you do hire those for the health department? Yeah, we ha again, we have such a wide variety of positions that I don't think people really understand, you know, the, the wide variety that we do have. But we, we have nurses at the health department. Obviously, they're the ones given the immunizations in our immunization clinic and the COVID vaccines. Um, but again, we, are, we have attorneys at the prosecutor's office and the public defender's office. Um, but we also have people at, you know, wide variety of um, positions that a high school education is sufficient to do those positions, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes a bachelor's, but yeah, there's a, a wide variety of positions throughout the county that, that do become available. And there have been uh, a couple of changes uh, recently in uh, administration. You have a new uh, director of uh, JDOT. Yes, Angie, um, she's doing great, off to a running start, you know, so picking up where Christopher left off. So um, she's doing a great job. and. Kyle at the parks, he was um, promoted to uh, the parks director. So, um, so yeah, a lot of lot of changes, and um, but all's going well. Everybody picked up and started running. Yeah, and Angela Klein and Kyle Lewis have been in those uh, positions for quite a while, and I think they've been uh, groomed to be uh, leading their departments. So, mm -hmm. congratulations to, uh, to both of those. Yeah, and uh, while we're on the subject of the parks, it's a beautiful time of year to enjoy our parks with the fall weather. Um, so many parks, so many bodies of water here in Jackson. So try and take advantage of it during a lot of good fall things, weather. A lot of good things happening. They're doing some renovations, of course, with the millage money. They're 
you know, updating play structures and things of that nature. So a lot of good things happening there, yeah. The uh, COVID uh, pandemic is still with us and we will uh, talk about that as uh, Deborah also hits up our health department when the morning show continues. Stay tuned. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. If you're looking for a high quality, affordable alternative to the emergency room, then come to IEP Urgent Care's new location in Jackson. It's the same great ER physicians who have been providing care through our local hospitals since 2008, but now with a new location to serve you better. Our ER trained providers believe high quality care is for everyone, so we work with all insurances, including Medicaid and Medicare. Come see us on East Michigan Ave. For over 35 years, Nostalgia Inc. has been Jackson's home for all things comics, graphic novels, and games. Whether it's Spider-Man, Batman, X-Men, The Walking Dead, or even Stranger Things and Star Wars, Nostalgia's friendly staff has decades of experience and can find the perfect gift for that fanatic in your life. With the largest selection and inventory of the latest comics, you're always sure to find something new and different at Nostalgia. Looking for something from years back? Our backstock selection can't be beat. And don't forget to ask about our subscription service so you never miss an issue. Into Magic the Gathering, D&D, Pokemon, or Tabletops? We've got everything you could ever need. Whether you're starting a new hobby, a seasoned collector, or just shopping for that superhero in your life, Nostalgia Inc. is the place for you. Nostalgia Inc. on Mechanic Street in downtown Jackson. Michigan Center schools are always improving. Our facilities and curriculum are constantly updated, but our commitment to community means much more is being done. We invest in one-on-one -on -one help for struggling readers and practice a nurtured heart approach to student interaction because every student can succeed. We teach students what it means to invest in people and help them to become the leaders they were meant to be. Michigan Center schools, where success begins. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We're with Deborah Kavitsky from the Jackson County Health Department. And it seems like uh, we haven't had any ter like school shutdowns. We've had cases, obviously we're gonna have cases. Um, one thing I've noticed is that anytime you see a new case or a parent has a case, uh, they freak out and don't know what to do. There are guidelines on the county's website that the schools are following, and I would think it would just be very simple to point people to that so they can kind of understand what most schools are following. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. We have all the information on our website, as you said, and we do periodically um, update it, put it on our Facebook page. So information is available. We also do our weekly press release, which you guys are great at distributing mm -hmm. that and helping us get the information out about that. Um, so there's three sources of information that they can check. Um, and basically, the, the, it's if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated mm -hmm. is what it's going to depend on. Yeah. So um, that's the big decision on, wh on what happens. Yeah, that's, it seems like that's, you know, whether it's school or dining out in New York City, you have to show your vaccination card, yeah. right? <laughs> I just <laughs> talked to people that were there. You and do it. And statewide, and I think it's totally expected that there are a lot what are now defined as outbreaks, but outbreak is a different term than it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. Outbreak is three people in a school. So statewide, there's an outbreak. Is a, there's, yeah. there's several here in Jackson County. Right. It, it's just, it's expected. Kids are back in school. Right. Yeah, it's happening. Right. Activities are happening. Weddings are happening. All those things are going on. Yeah. And oftentimes the student may not get it from school. They may get it from an activity, whether it yeah. be a sporting event or a family event or, you know, but it counts as a school case. So, yeah, exactly. Um, because they're in school. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, we're doing our best. Um, our numbers are still trending um, around the same. We stick t typically in the 30 to 50 cases per day range. Um, today, I think we're at, haven't got the numbers yet for today, but yesterday we were at 46, mm -hmm. so, um, but we're, we're in that range. We haven't spiked 
you know, much higher than that. So um, since the spring, early spring, so. On the, on the business, business side of things, um, seems like the majority of businesses have figured out how to operate and are operating. Are you guys dealing with any complaints about how businesses are operating or anything like no, that here in town? No, not for the most part. We don't, we don't get any complaints about that at this point. That's so great. it's the the what we're hearing from is the mask versus anti-mask and mm -hmm. you know that's typically what we're hearing from yeah, it's interesting you see you know and, and i think there's different reasons uh for uh different approaches to the pandemic uh, i was at jackson college on saturday night for the first show of the season and as you enter um you have to um uh, scan uh, a code which records your uh, name and phone oh, number, okay. and you have to wear a mask um, mm. on campus, and that's just the Outside standard, on campus too. standard operating procedure yeah. at, at JC. And but there were no complaints. It's like everybody was compliant. This is the way it has to be. But the, for contact tracing, right? Because there was a need to get in touch. You know where people. I was? Where I was interesting? I didn't see any problems with people. Oh, Disneyland. <laughs> like I would, I was expecting to see problems, right? Yeah. And uh, there were no problems whatsoever. I mean, you have to wear a mask to ride any of the rides. And if you're inside, if you're outside, you don't. It's pretty much mm -hmm. the end of the rule. Um, but I was expecting, you know, a few people to sit on those rides and rip their masks off because that's <laughs> what you see on the Internet all day. Right. But no problems whatsoever. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So it was, that was interesting. I think um, people are adjusting yeah. to, to the different rules and regulations that, that people are developing, whether it be a business or, you know, schools or, yeah. or what have you. But, um, and we will, I think we're going to see that for a while until we get things under control. And, um, but, but we're doing well. We're on a good path. Um, numbers are consistent. We're not, you know, seeing the spike that we saw in the spring where we're seeing um, 150 or 200 cases mm -hmm. per day, you know, so... Um, I think we're on a good trajectory and just keep doing what we need to do to, yeah. to keep it under control. And you're uh, administering third doses? Yes, yep, the immunization clinic is open. We were just um, discussing yesterday, we're monitoring those numbers. We're getting some good numbers of people coming in and still even getting their initial immunizations um, or vaccine for COVID. Um, but we are seeing the, the third doses um, coming in and um, we're monitoring those numbers to see if we need to do a clinic, a, a large scale clinic. So, um, but right now our immunization is holding their own and, and doing well. So, um, but yeah, um, call the immunization clinic at the health department if you need your third dose or your initial doses. And flu shots. Flu shots, flu, flu shots. shots are here. Um, so yes, contact your local pharmacy or the health department to get your flu shot. Did you get yours? I did. I got my flu shot yesterday. Uh, thank you to Jenny at Brown's Advanced oh. Care. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, it was fast, easy. Locally owned pharmacy. Yes. I like yes. that. Good for you. Yeah. Have you gotten your uh, flu shot? No, yet? I may go see Jenny later. Okay. <laughs> you can just walk in, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm easy. familiar. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for all the information. And oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Thank you. Jackson County Health Officer and Assistant County Administrator Deborah Kabitsky. Up next, the team from the College and Career Access Center join us on the morning show. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jacksonville, Dillonway, and Calhoun counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. I knew coming from changing careers it was going to be hard for me to get an interview and I think that's the hardest part nowadays is getting your resume in the right hands and out of how many people apply for the same position, why your resume. She put me in front of the right people, which without her there was no way I would be in the position I am today. They're knowledgeable, they know what they're doing, they really know what they're doing. So they're really able to help you. I would not have found it without them. Come join us in downtown Jackson for K105.3's Fall Fest and Chili Classic, presented by Trips Collision Centers, 
Saturday, October 16th, an all-day community event. There will be a petting zoo, pony rides, a cornhole tournament, chili from 12 to 3 with over 50 chilies. Arts, crafts, a beer tent, live performances by Kevin Nichols and Jason Cross, fireworks at dusk, October 16th, downtown Jackson. Searching for medical supplies can be a challenging aspect of the healthcare system, but with help from Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, you can set your worries aside. Our expert staff takes the time to give each of our customers the personal attention they deserve and are trained to find the right products for each individual. If you can't come to us, then let our delivery team come to you to help set up your supplies so you can get back to what really matters, living your life. Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now from the College and Career Access Center are Brian Lewis and Nancy Peters-Lewis, and we will be with them shortly. Welcome, guys. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having morning. us. Good to morning. see you. Yeah, good to yeah. see you guys. Um, I, you and I had a chance to talk uh, about a month ago, and yeah. I was just so fascinated at, at all you do, uh, all you guys do <laughs> sure. um, for kids and entering the workforce. And mm -hmm. my biggest question is, what do kids want to do? It's always different. It's, uh, what I tell people I love about my job is it's never the same twice. You talk to every student and they're all uniquely different. There are trends year to year and they change, of course, you know, COVID changed a lot, but uh, it's just a fascinating delving into what do you want to do? And then when they tell us, we help them do it. So yeah, very, that's very awesome. rewarding work. And that some of the education you guys provide for really, I think, parents. Um, uh, really have as many questions as the kids and oh. I know there's a workshop coming up on the 13th for FAFSA and financial aid which mm -hmm. is yeah uh, do you remember going through that I do it's fascinating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one good one uh, yeah, yeah Brian does uh, a great job with workshops and um, he but it, it is hard to do. understand yeah. Yeah. oh yeah 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 this is this is one that uh, is really a challenge to to feel like oh we walk away from this knowing so much you know, some of our topics, they're, they're pretty straightforward. Fast, I always tell students the second F is for federal, and federal is never straight on. It's mm -hmm. always vague, and, and you never go through the past and say, that's exactly what they're asking me. So, yeah. fortunately, yeah. I have years of experience doing it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just part of filling out a federal government form. It's just there's things that just oh. don't make any sense, and don't. you're not sure what they're asking for. Yeah. So tedious. Yeah. He does a great job breaking them down. Telling parents and kids how to do it. All of our advisors <laughs> are amazing. Yeah, he does a great job. Now, yeah. you guys offer one-on-one uh, -on -one, um, opportunities for, mm -hmm. for kids, too. And yeah. I, kn I know that uh, that can really benefit uh, children. Absolutely. That's the bulk of what our services are. So we have the 13 connected community schools. So we are housed. We have a team of advisors that are housed out in the schools, and they work one-on-one -on -one with the students out there and then at the center as well. Uh, we have one-on-one -on -one consultations. So that's really the meat of what we do. Um, is providing one-on-one -on -one consultations for college and career. I wanted to ask you both about um, interview skills, and I know that you both mm -hmm. work with uh, folks on interview skills. How have you um, noticed any changes, if any, in the last maybe 10 years as communication has turned to text and mostly social media? Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering from your perspective if, if you see that kids have a harder time communicating face-to-face. Do you want to take that? Go ahead. You're on the ground. You're on the ground. You go ahead. Uh, I, I actually tell students, the only time I feel my age is when I look back at what I had in school and the resources we had and what we had to work on. And now working with, you know, my daughter is going to graduate this year mm -hmm. and her friends and, you know, teens. And it's much more, they're, they're better at sending me a message than they ever are at talking to me in person. Sure. And we need a resource, and I say, we're going to call, you know, 1-800-4-FED-AID. And as soon as they get on the phone, they, they, they stammer and they stutter and they, mm -hmm. they get very tensed up because it's that, that different generation that doesn't right. sit eye 
to eye and talk to somebody in person and it's, it's really difficult for them. And so when we do interview skills, the main thing I talk to them about is eye contact, mm -hmm. composure, being calm and ready for what you're going to say. And it's different. It, it really is different. But mm -hmm. we, we improve their skills it's tremendously awesome. yeah. in short order. We so. do a lot of role playing, too. Yeah. a lot of rehearsing. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. practice it, a lot of practicing. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've uh, we, we've interviewed people, and I'm sure it was their first job interview <laughs> yeah. with no interview practice right? skills yeah. whatsoever. Right? And yeah. it's intimidating Absolutely. no matter what, no mm -hmm. matter what level of job ever. An interview is very in intimidating and yeah. nervous yeah. because you're applying for a job in right? your career. Yeah. It's yeah. a big deal. I will say on the flip side, though, we found we hired impact advisors this summer. So we had a team of young people that yeah. came and worked for us, and they are amazing with technology. Mm -hmm. They created a social media oh. platform for us. They were on Snapchat and TikToking, and they were doing, you know, tweets and all uh, pieces that we haven't had time for. That they just really made us look better and be better. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side, I mean, yeah. they can do some Absolutely. wonderful, neat things. So yeah. yeah, I can talk to people all day long, but I cannot handle technology. Yeah. <laughs> she and I are like, yeah. do you want to do a TikTok? I don't know. College and career. Oh boy, talk. Right. Smooth. Yeah, that's funny. When the competition for jobs was much more intense, where there were more people than jobs, you're, I know it was more challenging for you, but with the market the way it is, where it seems like there's a job on every corner, mm -hmm. does that make students feel like they don't need that kind of assistance in, in getting into their next... Uh, I, I would That's not. That's an interesting question. Yeah, and I would not say so. No. I, I yeah. think that they're, you know, we, we just our senior exit survey data just came out, and you know, the majority of students still want to go to college, mm -hmm. even in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. About twenty two percent for twenty twenty graduates said that COVID did change their plans, and twenty six percent of twenty twenty one grads said COVID mm -hmm. did change their plans. For the but for the most part, they're really. They're aspiring to still do things. It's just how to go about doing that. And so I, I wouldn't say our, we haven't seen less people per se because of you know, the, the fact that there's a lot of jobs. And, yeah. Yeah. and we always stress jobs that have some credential and some stackable you know, mm -hmm. advancement opportunities. So there are more jobs, but I think we still work with students on striving to, to the best yeah. and to, you know, meeting their dreams wherever those are and then the distant future or right now they yeah. still they still want to be competitive. Mm -hmm. So there's still kids hanging out there from class of 2020 that they didn't even finish uh, going to class when the shutdown happened? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we um, received a grant through the National College Attainment Network um, and the Kresge Foundation funded that small nine-month grant and Brian and his dynamic duo uh, co-coordinator, co Mary Rodriguez, who yes. isn't with us today, carried out our College Get It Done Class of 2021 initiative, and he can talk a little bit more yeah, about that. Yeah, so College Get It Done. Uh, this was the biggest uh, summer since I've been there, and I've been there almost seven years mm -hmm. now, uh, almost eight summers uh, working with students, and we reached out to both classes. The, the grant allowed us to reach out to 2020 graduates and 2021 and usually we're just reaching out to the most previous graduates the ones we didn't meet during the school year helping them to not melt over the summer and we reached out to over 1800 students mm -hmm. we reached 470 contacted 470 from this previous year and um, over 350 from the previous year wow. we had uh, together combined we had 830 students yeah. and it was a near split so we were almost as effective reaching out to 2020 as we were 21 mm -hmm. and it was it was rewarding to see that yeah they changed my plans and I'm so glad to talk to you and and here you are and no nope, we didn't forget about you that's yeah. great you know you were impacted by COVID but we're still here for you so it was a great summer that's awesome fantastic Brian was even able to get back to our boots on the ground door to door so yes. we, we weren't able to do that the summer before so he actually went and knocked on doors and we had the team of impact advisors that we were able to hire so there were six young people in our office bringing new blood and energy and connecting yeah. with their peers um, we also had a bunch of mobile events, so we were out in the community. We had FAFSA food trucks, and um, we had about 93 folks show up for all of those events, so that was great. And we had 150 consults in the office, so that was wonderful. And the biggest thing, our biggest measurement really, 
for us in real time as FAFSA completion. Mm -hmm. So we were about 15% below where we were at the same time last year in June, and we were able to increase our uh, FAFSA completion rates from 52% to 59% yeah. in the summer. So yeah. for us, that, that's a huge leap, but we're still behind where we were at the same time mm -hmm. last year. Yeah. But still, we were able to do, do a good job of getting those done and helping folks get their financial aid completed. Can, I, can you just walk in? Can we just walk oh, yeah. in? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have to go out, and I, I love the door-to-door, -door, yeah. uh, and we, we bring them in, but we always say, you can walk in anytime. We're just sitting there ready to do a FAFSA. Yeah. Anytime. We always have advisors on hand. So. That's right. And I always reiterate that, that those numbers are over 10 weeks, and they fly by. Mm -hmm. The summer is such a short period of time. When I look at the results, it's such a, a, a brief period of time that we just really make that impact. So. Yeah. You love I, the door, I brag door? about that. I do. He does a great do. job. <laughs> yeah, right here. <laughs> he oh, he's got some stories. People don't understand like, it yeah, either. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I, had a, I had a paper out in 1979, yeah. and I loved just stepping into people's houses and getting a little weird glimpse yeah. at their world. And I think we got some politicians on I'll get out there and canvas. Yeah, you'd be a great yeah. politician. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm here to I talk to your teenage daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Is she home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one time. Those are the weird stories she's talking right. about. Right. Those are the yeah. stories Alcohol. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, though. Uh, scholarships, too. This, uh, there's a season for scholarships, mm -hmm. too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There Coming is up. a season. Starts uh, November 1st. Yep. <coughs> yep. We, we put a monthly list out. You know, every month of the year you can be, but there's a real season. Uh, I usually say like November to April is when you'll see the local opportunities, when you see the bulk of, of students applying for scholarships. So it's coming right up. Well, thanks for all the work you and your team do, uh -huh. uh, ah, helping absolutely. our kids uh, grow and uh, advance and uh, have a great life. Yeah, we're yeah. glad to be there. Come on down, get the assistance and support you need. We're there. It's Thank rewarding you work. Thank you. Love it. Uh, Nancy Peters-Lewis is Executive Director of the College and Career Access Center. And Brian Green is the College and Career Advisor, uh, Office Community Initiatives Coordinator as well, uh, all located at Jackson Crossing. Uh, more of the morning show after this. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Vermula Furniture for your way of living. Hi, I'm Ian Vermeulen. Over this last year, we've realized just how important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermeulens is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at Vermeulen Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Vermeulen Furniture, for your way of living. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is imagining. Change is big, small, clean, him them, us, you. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. Consumersenergy.com slash change. Trick or treat? Forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall. Now through October 31st, when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution, you'll have the chance to win up to $500 on a scratch-off ticket from American One Credit Union. And every scratch-off ticket is a winner. For more information or to apply for an American One loan, visit AmericanOneCU.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Collins Brothers floor covering in 15 seconds. Flush <gasps> carpet, pattern carpet, commercial carpet, carpet tile, ceramic tile, porcelain tile, glass tile, decorative tile, floor tile, wall tile, shower tile, subway tile, marble tile, wood tile, vinyl tile, and much more. Collins Brothers downtown. <sighs> Welcome back to the uh, morning show. 
We have. I was telling you earlier. Um, I had an idea for a Halloween costume for your wife, Stephanie. Yeah. What is it? Well, um, Franzia, the box wine <laughs> people. <laughs> they they She'd have. Like that. Out, they've got a lot of wearables, but now they have. Uh, you can go as a box of wine, and um, two extra features this year. Uh, the boxed wine actually pours wine. Oh, cool. And and it's glow in the dark. I like that. Yes. So uh, it's got an internal side pouch that can carry a full bag of Franzia. So you can dispense wine to become a human box of Franzia. Well, ain't that something. <laughs> That's great. So You know who else would like that is Adrian Sharp. He oh, would, yeah. yes. Oh, Adrian, yeah. He would Adrian would like that. that, too. I haven't gotten to Halloween yet, but no. um, um, I'm thinking days. about it. I'm thinking about it, so we'll see. Do you have your Halloween costume picked up? You know me, I don't uh, wear Halloween costumes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I just, uh, I used to. I mean, I have, but. Yeah, no, I've never seen you one. No. Halloween has always been, uh, it's just got bad memories for me. Um, every Halloween when to I was get a your kid. candy song? It, well, it rained and back in, we, before plastic was invented. We carried paper grocery bags around trick-or-treating. <laughs> it rained and you couldn't tell that all the candy would fall out. Was this before pillowcases? <laughs> yeah, before pillowcases. <laughs> no, we didn't use pillowcases for some reason. That's weird. Hmm. Hey, you went to General Materials yesterday. How was I that? It was, well, you know, I was, I was happy for um, General Materials and uh, the crew. They've got new jobs coming and Andy Wall and his wife Heidi, they're going to be able to retire. But, um, but, you know, nearly 60 years they've Man. been here. But they've got a great um, deal. Uh, clearance, everything must go. Everything must go. And all those beautiful room uh, exhibits. Um, must go? Must go too. I'm going to buy yeah. a room. Buy a room? I should buy a room. Uh, they've done so much for us over the years. Yeah. And um, we'll, we will obviously uh, miss them for sure. Yeah, actually, you could buy a room for your basement, like, you know, a study, a little corner area. I mean, there's really some great opportunities there, so check it out. Yeah, for sure. I know you love um, cereal, but um, yesterday, workers at all Kellogg's cereal plants have gone on strike. Really? Yes. Halting production of Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies, and other um, favorites of yours. Well, so, anticipate really? a shortage. Interesting. Up. Great. There's a shortage of everything. I was at a convenience store yesterday and the owner was showing me an order list of like what's out, soda wise and, and things that you yeah. can't get. And they're limiting certain uh, limiting deliveries. Um, so it's crazy. Uh, here's a new flavor of wine. Uh, Franzia uh, isn't up your uh, alley. Grey Poupon. Oh, uh, the that. mustard. Uh, now you can get a wine made with its mustard seeds, Le Moutard Vin, a celebration of the white wine used in the beloved condiments, one-of-a-kind Dijon recipe, actual mustard seeds in the bottle. Do you remember the commercials with the guy in the limo and he'd roll down the window and he'd right. ask someone for Grey Poupon? <laughs> you, you've done that. Yeah, I have I done that. You have done Those that. Those were just... Say it. Go ahead, say no. it. No. Pardon me. Pardon me. Do you have any Grey Poupon? Well, you got to do it in the accent. <laughs> no, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. We do have Grey Poupon in the fridge back there. We probably do. <laughs> yeah. If you go to someone's house and they have Grey Poupon, they're doing well. <laughs> they're doing real well. Hey, that's it for uh, today's show. Join us tomorrow. Dr. Donna O'Neill will be here along with Rachel Buchanan and John McLaughlin. I bet Donna O'Neill has Grey Poupon in her Oh, she's got, great, she's got a Grey Poupon. Probably a Grey Poupon that has yet to be invented. In her car. <laughs> and later today on your show, Kelby Wallace, Kim Bishop, Dr. Ed Matine and B. Furman, Jen Soper, Susie Mulvaney, and Dan Strauss. That's it for today. We'll see you tomorrow.
Coming to you live from the Jackson Symphony Orchestra in Jackson, Michigan, welcome to the 2020-2021 Miss Jackson County Rose Queen Scholarship Pageant with some of the area's most dynamic young women competing for scholarships and the exciting position of Miss Jackson County Rose Queen 2021. So, we're going to start the first phase of our competition. Our first competition will give you, the audience, and our judges, the opportunity